Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the MobileCast. We've taken the last month or so off, taken some vacation, done some traveling, um, getting ready for the holidays, Thanksgiving we went through, and Hanukkah, and we have Christmas coming up. But I am lucky to have my next guest here, Ben Haynes, who is the CIO of Box. Um, previously, he was the CIO of Paps. So, Ben, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, hi, thanks. Uh, great to be here. Um, yeah, so as you said, uh, I guess a long and illustrious career in the CPG space. And uh, I spent nine years actually at Red Bull before uh, PAPS and um, looking to, I guess, change up IT a bit and get out of the old, uh, old world of IT into this new world we need to be in. So they like try and throw you out of the space capsule really high up and that's when you move to PAPS or... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. I can understand. It's you know, all you have is a parachute and a lot of free fall. It's a long way down. <laughs> so let's let's actually talk a little bit about Pap. So you know, you were telling me one of uh, your stories about how you guys basically saved the Twinkie. Um, yes. And you know, everybody knows here, Hostess um, pretty much declared bankruptcy, and Paps bought some of their factories and. That ripping you hear in the background is Ben trying to, you know, uh, rip up a couple of pieces of paper here and uh, <laughs> distract me, but that's okay. We actually have video going for this one, and uh, <laughs> you can't see his face right now. Um, but, you know, you, you guys, um, Pat's brought uh, Hostess, and I know you went in there, and Hostess was a little bit behind the times when it came to mobile and cloud and everything else. Why don't you give us a little hint about what that looked like? Yeah, it was actually un unfortunately similar to uh, Paps as well. So um, it was kind of easy, except extreme uh, speed was needed to get things moving. So the the owners of Paps, with another private equity group, uh, bought um, Hostess, and um, you know we had about uh, three weeks notice before the company was formed and uh, officially out of bankruptcy and um, to get things moving uh, very, very quickly. So it was a bit of fun. I, I don't think a lot of people would call it fun, but uh, fun to uh, get things happening. And look, they were very, very traditional, everything on premise, uh, you know, blackberries to everyone in the company. Um, and I had exactly the same at Paps when I took over. And so, you know, I looked at, how do I get things moving quickly and defaulted to some cloud solutions that I knew and um, had already implemented and we got things up and running very quickly. And how did you bring mobile into it? I know you, you mentioned they started with Blackberries. Yeah, so probably best to talk more about um, perhaps at the start because we had uh, probably 180 uh, mobile devices that were issued, you know, very traditional company issued blackberries and by the time i got there the ceo at the time you know he had his ipad and head of marketing had their iphone um and you know a few other marketing crew had their iphones and i walked in the door and i'm like oh that's cool so how are you securing that and they looked at me funnily and uh, i said well you know if your device gets stolen what happens and they basically said well i'll go to att and get a new one um <laughs> you know so and I explained to the CEO the concept of, you know, his email being on device without a PIN code, without encryption, without, 
all these other things, um, you know, it kind of raised some awareness around uh, what we need to do on that. And then we, we had this, the other side of it was everyone wanted the latest and greatest, you know, and so BlackBerry wasn't cutting the mustard. Um, we had Bez Server, obviously. We had uh, on-premise Exchange. It was falling over. I think it was Exchange 2003. So we needed a big rip and replace to, to replace uh, Exchange and upgrade it. Um, and so I, I actually went to Mass360 as an MDM option because I was pushing cloud uh, very heavily and cloud only and um, very quickly set up a two policies, one company-owned because, you know, we couldn't get, get rid of the Verizon contract straight away. They take a good two years to cycle through. Um, but set up a policy that people coming in straight away were BYOD so we didn't start any new contracts. So you handle that, you know, that infrastructure side of it and the contractual side. And um, as people wanted to move to iPhones or Android, they could. Funnily enough, it was literally 1 to 100 Android to iPhone by the time I left. Um, so just putting base, two basic policies. One was, you know, company-owned. We'll, we'll wipe everything when your device is lost or stolen. The other one was employee-owned, and we'll just wipe little pieces of the data and, and roll it out. And so then when I got to Hostess, we did the same thing because coming out of bankruptcy, we didn't want to get into contracts and everything. So everyone just started with their phones and um, did the BYOD. So Hostess is mostly BYOD. Now, was PAPS also BYOD or PAPS was the comp? You know, were you moving them to BYOD or they started? By the time I left, no, by the time I left, 100% BYOD. Tablets as well? Yes. Yep. Now, did you guys 100%. give did you guys give a stipend or pay part of the bill or what? How you guys worked that? Yeah, so we did a uh, for a for a cell phone. We did a one time two hundred dollars uh, for a device. So if a new employee comes in, you get two hundred dollars, um, and then a stipend. It was probably around one hundred and fifty if you're a full um, full field based employee. So no office, no office phone. It's like $150. Now, they had to cover data as well as your cell plan um, and no overages, anything like that. It was all on you. Break to the device, it was all on you. Um, so, you know, if you get your insurance in that 150 that's good, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, 150 will buy you a lot of minutes and a fair amount of data. So, um, it you know. will. And so I was really comfortable with that because... Um, yeah, that is that's a decent amount of money, and part of that was driven coming off of Verizon because they are the most expensive, um, and they nickel and dime you on. You know, if you want to do tethering, it's twenty bucks just for the privilege of tethering. You know, all the junk they do around that. Um, when I went to Hostess, they'd had a lot of a big relationship with Sprint, and they had some crazy, ridiculous, cheap stuff going on with Sprint. Um, but the problem with Sprint is you can't just have Sprint. <laughs> and that's actually the problem with, with all telcos these days. You can't just have one because if you want to go overseas, you probably should, you know, you need more of the AT&T, GSM-based. Uh, Verizon, I know, has that option. But I, you basically end up with three different carriers, right? So uh BYD really helps. And it, so, in reality, you know, if you look at, it, you had a BYOD 
program, but if you were on a phone, you had a full stipend for both Bill and you know your first device. So you yeah. kind of, you kind of paid for everything from there. How did you do it yep. with tablets? Uh, that was a personal choice. So uh, I allowed the data plan, so sharing data across your phone. So if you know AT and T, you can have, for an extra twenty bucks, you can have data available on your tablet. So if that was under one hundred and fifty, not not a problem. Um, and did you guys buy really the was, did, did you guys buy the tablets or did you or did nah. they still okay they still and was there a stipend nah. for that or no? Nope, no. That was a pure choice. Um, you know, I looked at it, and the reality was we couldn't re-engineer enough of our processes to be suitable for tablet only, fast enough. Um, and so, when you're buying a, you know, we were buying seven, eight hundred dollar HP laptops. Um, you almost have to double your cost if you're going to support uh, a tablet, right? So, if you want a decent iPad. Probably six hundred bucks, you know, get your sixteen gig type of out the door Wi-Fi. Um, then you put support on that. So, yeah, I looked at it, I'm like, you know, I, I can't justify doubling my cost for that productivity. So we'll, we'll put, everyone has a cell phone. Let's push to that, and uh, the tablet's your choice. I think you now it's great the way you actually looked at it because a lot of people are you know moving to devices without actually looking at their use cases and what they have. And how quickly they can yeah. move from one to the other. Um, yeah. Well, we we went through that exercise at Red Bull, and um, luckily Red Bull, I had a bit bit of money. At Paps, I didn't. <laughs> um, and we well, one makes with, energy drinks, one makes beer. You know. Well, yeah, sugar water and hops, I guess. But uh, <laughs> the um, yeah, the 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 interesting stuff we did at Red Bull is we we really went hard on re-engineering. Our process and um you know we we got a lot a, a long way down the path of of making that usable and i think by now they've actually got it um pretty well buttoned up but as you know we the issue coming with tablets is actually creation and so you walk into it we're working with sales and marketing you walk into an account uh we've got the basics so you know you have a standard presentation you want to change the name of the company and put their logo in you're presenting to, that's cool. You could do that on a tablet. But if you want to create a presentation with multiple graphs and data points and all of that, yeah, it's not really – that's not the platform you do it. So then you've got to say, say you know, the discussion with the sales team was, do you want to centrally manage and staff an administration function to create presentations for your field sales team? You know, so you have to go through all of that type of re-engineering and discussion. So by the time I got to PAPS, I'd done it, and there were very quick discussions. <coughs> so let's take that and move to where you are now. So now you're at Box, and you know, Box is very much based upon using your content where it is and mm-hmm. you know, whatever device you happen to have. And you know, they've come up with, you know, a bunch of editing tools and everything else for actually doing stuff on your tablet or your smartphone. Um, let's talk a little bit, you know, let's talk generally about Box first, then we'll talk about kind of some of the stuff that you're actually doing there as CIO. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I got the, the dubious honor of being the first um, CIO here, so uh, about a thousand people now. And um, it's really awesome because I have, the 
the best of breed tools that I was implementing or in the process of implementing at PAPS, they're already here. That here, so and I've walked in and instead of having to deal with all the legacy, um, you know, removing data centers and servers, um, I'm into immediately how do we optimize the best of breed apps that we have. Um, 99.9% cloud-based apps. I, I don't think I've got an on-premise app. Um, I would hope not being what you guys do, but... No, exactly, exactly. Um, so we, we do, uh, we have, um, you know, obviously we have our data centers, but that runs our product. Um, it doesn't run the corporate side of things. Um, so I, I only look after corporate and the enterprise, um, and dealing with all the cloud-based apps is, is pretty cool. Um, so a lot of work um, looking at data integration is the start of what I'm looking at so integrating data across these applications so Workday, Salesforce, NetSuite um, those types of things and identity management as well as we grow and scale and go international so really starting at some foundational stuff and um, yeah moving really quickly so you know this this brings up some interesting challenges that lots of people are having in companies that, you know, don't have the benefit of being, you know, 99.9% cloud. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have a thousand people. Um, while a lot of them are there in San Francisco, you are actually, you know, you're moving into Europe. You got a bunch of people in New York and a few other places and salespeople who travel. Um, and how do you guys deal with things like identity management and, you know, two-factor authentication and, you know, protecting your own stuff. Yeah. So that's probably that 0.1% that's annoying me that I need to remove. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we started with Active Directory, so you have to have an AD server um, on-premise, um, and we're moving away from that. And we have Okta in place for uh, our single sign-on and federation. And so... As we mature into that, we can we can start doing more with Okta in, in the identity space because really they've they started as single sign-on right in federation. And so as we can get more metadata up into Okta, we can start to remove the reliance on AD, and AD will just become another source generally to manage Windows PCs. That's really all you need them for. Um, and if I can get away from that, I will. But um, we're, we're moving, we have a lot more back users than Windows as well. So pushing AD into the background is a, is a big deal for us and then getting everything out um, in the cloud-based services. And you still have to deal with imaging and all of that stuff, but um, most of that now we're, we're moving out the door, which is really cool. So, um, you know, we, we use Google, Google um, for our email, so we have that. Uh, we have... Obviously, our box product. We don't have file servers; they don't exist here. Um, it just—it would be—it would be a shame if they did. It would be. I would have. Uh, yeah, I would have had some interesting discussions <laughs> if we had uh, if we had that. So it's kind of cool. So yeah, everything is in um, is in our product from a document standpoint. And in email, we have our box application. We have um, we have we have MDM here, but it's very lightweight. And I've actually been um, holding back from doing a traditional MDM solution here because I, I you know, it feels like MDM has really just become table <coughs> stakes and pretty basic management right now. Whereas I want to get into the application management and the information management. So instead 
to putting in a traditional MDM solution right now. We're satisfied with, um, we have two-factor on our Google account, so you have to get a special key to get into to set up your email. And then that um, using ActiveSync, that gives us, um, we can ensure there are pins on the device, we can ensure the device is encrypted, and we can remote wipe. And so they're kind of the basics of MDM, right? So we're okay at that point, and we're really looking at what is the future of MDM, um, which is really MAM and MIM, and, and looking at that rather than putting it. They're almost legacy. I mean, in the, <laughs> it's, it's hard to call, I guess, Mobile Eye on an Air Watch a legacy, but in the MDM space, they kind of are, right? It's 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 well, Bez 2.0. Well, yeah, they're tra- they're transitioning to what we like to call EMM or Enterprise Mobility yeah. Management. Yeah, sorry, and, that's that's what the word I was looking for. Cool. And and they're kind of the uh, they're kind of the founders of that movement. And then you see people yep. like Microsoft and everybody else moving that way. So you guys, you know, Box is obviously content management on any device. Um, What's the what's the device um, layout look like there once you get away from PCs and laptops? Yeah, so we're hundred percent BYOD. Um, we do actually give our sales guys iPad minis, uh, mostly just for uh, demos and stuff like that. Um, <coughs> and uh, you know, it's it's really funny. You can see generally that the Android space is really more engineers and tech ops guys that want to you know, mess around with with it <laughs> and do things. And then um, you have more of the sales and uh, marketing and, I guess, people like me who just I don't have time to tinker anymore um, in the iOS space. Um, it feels like it's, it's almost a 50-50 split between the devices, maybe heading more towards iOS still. Um, but, uh, yeah, 100% BYD, so... You know, we, we've had discussions about should we get into supplying phones and all of that, and I'm uh, not a fan. Um, it's it's not a something I want to get into because it, it requires headcount, and um, the only reason to do it is if you really want 100% control over the device. And the reality for us is you'll never keep up with the type of devices people want, and they're just going to use their own anyway. So, <laughs> well, being that I was with you when the um, iPad Air came out, and um, it took me all of about three seconds to convince you to stop on your way home to actually pick one yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. I, which I thought was kind of, <laughs> you know, it's a funny story. We, we're sitting, you know, Ben and I were um, at a conference, and he was leaving in the morning, and uh, he said, "Nah, I'm not going to pick up an Air. I'm going to wait a couple weeks, whatever else." And we're sitting there talking. I said, "You know, you want one." It's smaller, it's lighter. He goes, well, what are the specs? And we look at the specs, and I'm not even at the airport. And I get a note. I stopped on my way to the office and picked up an iPad Air. <laughs> so, Yeah, and, and I, I'm a tragic. I got the, the Mini Retina as well, which is what I'm using for this call right now. Um, you know, it's really hard if you're on a Retina on your phone and you go back and you look at a regular iPad and you see the blurry lines on your emails. I can't handle that. So, uh, yeah, it, so I'm like, like in both. It, it's interesting. I have I have the mini ret I have the mini retina and I have the iPad Air. And what I find funny is I actually tend to use the iPad Air more often, just because the um, shrinkage and width 
of mm-hmm. the device and how light it is, I just like the bigger screen. You know, yeah. it, it's really nice to be able to sit there and actually, you know, see th- you know, not have to worry about the size of the type and everything else. I think you know, it makes a difference. Yeah, no, I do. I, I end up using the mini more um, because it is it feels more my it literally fits in my back pocket. So when I'm out and about. Um, and I use the, the well, air. It's just because you have big pants, but that's precisely exactly. the point. <laughs> I make sure I buy big pockets. So, so if you're if you're around Ben, he'll pull, he'll, he will pull out his uh, mini out of his back pocket. Uh-huh. So you have a split of 50-50. Um, yeah. You're doing content management. You've talked a little bit about the fact that you're moving to Okta to handle um, the identity management and the like. Um, do you, what are you guys seeing as far as breakage and everything else? And, you know, especially the BYOD and with your sales force and all that. I mean, I know for us, we're seeing less than 1%. Actually, we're seeing like more like 0.01%. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing a lot. And it's really interesting because I'm, because I'm still kind of new. I'm still getting a feel for things. So I'm looking at way more help desk tickets than I normally would. But that's how you kind of see the pulse of what's happening. Um, so I'm scanning tickets and it's kind of funny. I'm just about to talk to my guys about it because most of the tickets I see, uh, I've got a new iPhone or I've got a new Samsung. Most of it's a new iPhone right now. How do I get it set up? And so we're, we're still going to make that set up easier. Um, but I think it's maybe it's a symptom of the holiday seasons. I'm, I'm not sure, but, uh, people here are pretty quick to move to new devices and that's why I, I, I you know, 100% want to keep it BYOD because we'll just never keep up. Um, but, yeah, not seeing a lot of breakage at all. You mean when they come down the slide, you know, for those of you that yeah. don't know, Box has a, you know, pretty much a two-story slide in their front lobby. You actually have to sign a waiver to go down it. But you mean when they come down that slide, they, the, the phones don't come flying off? Nope. Nope. I have no, zero breakage so far. Well, that's excellent. That's excellent news for uh, that. So, you know, You've done some stuff um, internally. What are, what are you guys seeing as far as when um, you know you talk to customers who are using Box and how they're using? Because you know Box is somewhat moving towards MIM, mobile information management. You know, it's yep. there's content. You know, you guys have moved into content creation. Yep. You guys have moved into content editing. You want to talk a little bit about that, Ben? Yeah, we, and we have the device pinning as well, so you can start securing uh, your data across devices. Um, so obviously seeing a lot of traction in what I, what I did in the Red Bull space with, with mobile sales teams, mobile marketing teams, um, and mobile like executives and, and everything. So it's, it's very, very broad. I think the really cool stuff is where people are customizing applications and they're really designing stuff to solve their work, um, workflow and their, their business processes. And they're putting Box in as the content supplier um, for that, which is, you know, it's really great to see, um, you know, that type of development because the reality for us is while I guess we were brought up in, you know, file share and collaboration, um, the real value is in the platform and extending that platform to to lots of different devices. Uh, So there's some great... um, like I think it was SunGuard, they're a, a um, they're um, DR. 
disaster. No, happen. it's a it's a ah oh, damn, I forget the name. They do rental equipment, and so okay. they have field field people, and they're showing images of the equipment they want to rent while they're on site, and they're actually they link that into the inventory system, so they can they cut down like days of of uh, turnaround on some equipment because they could see it was there, book it and get it shipped uh, to sites and stuff. Um, so there's some really interesting use cases like that that we're seeing. Um, and then also integrating when you look at, um, and this is something we do here and I'm pushing also, is um, getting into the document um, centralization management. So, you know, if you have Workday, you're not going to store documents there. You store it in box and link to it. Um, and same with Salesforce. So we start embedding into those platforms. Um, but you're keeping your document management in one place. And then also if you don't have a license for Salesforce, you can still see some documents or see the contracts and, you know, things like that. Um, so there's really a lot going on. We have a new mobile iOS app, which I think uh, we announced at um, um, Boxworks. And um, we have the beta. I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to talk about it, but it's really... <laughs> It's really cool. Well, I'm not going to um, stop. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> so that's what it looks like. So he's showing. Um, so, so to my listeners, <laughs> he's showing me. It doesn't help you see anything. No, um, but some really, really um, great functionality coming out in iOS, and we we have. Um, uh, upgraded the Android application as well, and I, I actually struggle to keep up with um, with what we're doing here. And where you know we we are the early adopters as well, so I'm looking at how do we help spread internally these new applications and and start um, you know helping with the beta testing more. It's like we we've always done it, but we need to do it a bit broader. Um, so more more, yeah, so, more of the Microsoft dog fooding. Uh... Yeah, yeah, a lot more of the dog fooding, and we we are so part of my role is that you know I am the ultimate customer of our platform, and um, where you know I have to be working through our processes and using our platform as much as we can because as we now are getting to scale and we're international, um, we have the same issues as all the companies. So if they can't solve them for me, then how are we going to solve it for the external customers? So. Where a lot of what I'm doing is help drive, will help drive the product and uh, move things forward. Yeah, and um, you guys actually just released some really new functionality in the last uh, week, if I recall, um, some interesting um, enterprise stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we um, upgraded the administration features and some more security stuff in there. Um, the preview is now um, live, the new preview experience. And we have the um, uh, the metadata and the workflow, and I, I, there's more. There's nicer names for it. I have to, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things you've been using it for a few months in beta, so you just use it. Um, but more information management and starting to be able to um, trigger documents based on you know specific uh, workflows and stuff. So yeah, so really cool stuff going on. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, we only have a couple more minutes because um, I promised you I wouldn't keep you really more than half an hour. So that's you, lunch. It's lunchtime for me here. That's all. Yeah, but you also, you know, I've been there. You have your own kitchen and all that, so I'm uh -huh. not too worried. I'm not too worried <laughs> about you actually eating. No, um, it's actually cool here. It's on Fridays. We um, traditional every Friday we do an all hands lunch, 
Um, so literally everyone down and we have a massive lunchroom and um, we have uh, generally Aaron, uh, Aaron Levy or, or Dan, our COO, uh, will have you know some announcements and stuff and we spend the hour with updates and everything. It's, it's pretty cool culturally. Yeah, I was I was actually there on a Friday. Um, oh, you were when nice. that happened. Although I, of course, I wasn't allowed to sit in on that because there's some proprietary uh-huh. information. That, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, were they? Did they let you in? Well, they gave me some food. The food was good, but then yeah. they made, then yeah. they made me go to a conference room. Yeah. Um, you know, it's an interesting culture there. You know, having walked around your office and everything else. Um, you know, you have the slide. You guys have. Um, scooters and everything else but you know you have a lot of collaborative rooms and mm-hmm. you know you notice the maxinal but how much of it do you see people actually using their you know when they're not testing you know using their mobile devices versus their um pc are they truly picking the device that's convenient are they picking the device that's the best device for the job yeah i think um they're really picking what's best device for the job here and what what has been really interesting for me coming in is <clears throat> because of the work I did at PAPS, especially mobilizing everyone. And at PAPS, I had 80, 85% of my workforce was remote, like they didn't set foot in the office. Here, we've probably got the inverse of that. And as we're growing, we're only just starting to get to more field-based workforce and a more mobile workforce. So... Um, I was actually surprised that we didn't have as many applications, mobile applications in place that I would have thought. And so I'm, I'm working towards that. And it's, it's like I said, it's been interesting because everyone is in head, headquarters for now. And then we have a, a group of people in San Francisco and then we have a hundred in Europe. And then we've got, you know, a few people scattered around the place. And so, yes, we have our box app and we have our email but I came in thinking, all right, we've got Workday. Cool, I should be able to go on my Workday app and do some stuff when they've never enabled it. And I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> you know, so, um, and we've, we're now starting to do more with Salesforce because our, our field salespeople are out and about. So there's going to be a big push next year um, to, to really start mobilizing and helping people. And, for instance, we just put in Cooper uh, last week. And the first thing I'm mandating is that, it has to be usable on my cell phone because even though I'm in the office, I literally am not at my desk. Um, like I spend maybe 30 minutes at my desk because I'm always in meetings and talking to people. So I want to be able to, and I was annoyed because I was, we had NetSuite and NetSuite is pretty much all, you know, legacy solution. I'd have to approve a PO. I'd have to go to my desk, log in. Remember, you know, uh, we hadn't had it integrated to Okta yet. Log log in and then go click yes <laughs> to approve a purchase order. It's craziness, right? So now we have Cooper. So we're really pushing the mobile applications and uh, a lot of, you know, what we call GSD. So uh, getting shit done, basically, is uh, our motto around here. So mobile is going to be huge for us next year. Okay, so last question. I, by the way, I think it's great listening to, you know, from the inside, what you're doing with the workforce versus what Box does. But, okay, yep. so last question. Was it the free beer, the free Red Bull, and <laughs> or is it, the, is it the free food at Box? Which was better? Um, hmm, that's a tough one. So I don't drink beer, so my, my neighbors liked me when I was at Paps. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, 
Now, look, culturally, this is actually really close to what Red Bull was in the early days because Red Bull's a crazy startup for many, many years. So, um, no, really liking the culture here. It's a lot faster. The, the beer world's pretty stagnant. Um, and, um, no, really liking it. And uh, it's a great mix of everything. Well, thank you, Ben. I appreciate you uh, joining me for a half hour here on the return of the mobile cast. Um, this has been a lot of fun. We're going to get you again next year after you've been there six or seven months, see what's changed and all. Sounds um, good. And in the meantime, everybody, thanks for listening. Tell me what you want to hear, what you want to see. we got some great shows coming up. We'll probably get um, do a prediction show for 2014, get a few people on, um, and a couple surprises in the next two or three weeks before the uh, new year. So thank you, everybody, and have a great day. <laughs>